This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Let's go! in the hottest clubs on the comedy circuit, offering men paper towels in the bathroom. <laughs> Actor, writer, and comedian Jamie Litzow. He's what you get when you cross an 80s teen villain with the state of Connecticut. <laughs> it's true. Co-host of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show, Buck Sexton. <laughs> She can refinish furniture with her laugh. Fox <laughs> News contributor, Cat Tip. <laughs> Emily, good to see you. Uh, you were one of the only people here at the office yesterday. I, w- I was holding down the fort. Yeah. You're welcome. That's another sign for saying I was very lonely. <laughs> I was lonely. A very lonely person. I was- but they have free food when you work here on Mondays, don't they? No, they don't. I was eating chips out of the free baskets, but uh. that's it. No, they have just free snacks. They have free food. They just didn't tell you. Yeah. <laughs> we all enjoyed it. We actually came back here and I took some home. Uh, so what do you, we're now in that second step where now it's like, we must do something. We must do something. And then you see that there's only one variable that like the politicians will look at, which almost guarantees failure because we don't trust them. If you're only looking at one variable, which is guns, no one else will trust you. You have to look at everything else. What do you say to that? It guarantees failure. And it also, to me, illuminates um, why it's all just politics to begin with. So let's take Chicago, which you brought up in the intro. Illinois has one of the strictest gun laws in the country. Right. And yet Chicago saw 43 people shot this weekend, eight of them fatally. And that mayor was the first among the first to come out after the Uvalde shooting to say, oh, we need these stricter gun laws. But if they really cared about that vulnerable community, if they really cared about youth's lives being lost to guns, then it's clearly not those laws that are being passed, right? They're calling for red flag laws. They're calling for heightened background checks. Do you think that has any type of impact on the recidivists, on the gangbangers, on those communities that are actually um, the the that are actually responsible for these mm-hmm. continued homicides? Not at all. Mm-hmm. It's a totally separate problem. And I know that's just one piece of that larger pie that you talked about for sure. But in terms of the of that homicide criminal justice realm, it would do a lot better for them to enforce the laws that we already have, whether than create random ones that have zero applicability to who's actually pulling the trigger on the streets. That is a very good point. They never, the laws are already there. People will argue against that, that the reason why Chicago, that it's it's you have the logic in reverse that Chicago has the stricted gun laws because of the crime. That's what they'll argue. Right. But that but uh, those people, what do they care? Huh, Jamie? Mm hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's always good to be a comedian when we start off on gun crime. Isn't yeah. it? <laughs> whatever you th- whatever joke you're about to make. Just yeah. remember, I have so many jokes about gun violence. Yes. Um, 
It's just which one to choose. Yeah, you know? there's so many of them. Hey, so many. And I encourage you just to just to yeah. workshop all of them, yeah. right, and ruin your career. You can see them all in my new special, Things That Aren't Funny. Yes. <laughs> Dude, what about Whoopi going like, hey, NRA, hey, NRA. I was watching it like, what are the chances the NRA is hearing this message? <laughs> and what... What are the chances anyone's watching that show? <laughs> yes. Let alone, it's, that was like so crazy. I think, I'm gonna go be controversial. I think they should raise the age to 21 for all the yeehaw weapons. The yeehaw weapons? And um, I, don't, I honestly think they should make it 21 and just see what happens. Yeah, like a test. Are. I yeah. think it's, I, I'm always for beta testing anything, you know, but yes. the hard thing about testing something like this is because even though these mass shootings are not rare enough, they are rare enough that you could do an experiment for five years and not get a mass shooting for and sure. it may not have anything to do with what you're testing. For sure. That's you 100% know? sure. And like some places have weird laws. Again, like Alaska, yeah. for guns, like the background check, they FaceTime you and just look in the background. <laughs> <laughs> That's not very... That actually might work. That's true. You that see, might work. You, you see like a... That's looking in the background. You're right. Like, you see a bong and, like, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, well, bong, but no, but, like, the, the, the kid, the mass shooter from, apparently he killed cats. He had a oh, bag wow. of cats. How did we miss this? Anybody who mutilates animals always ends up moving to the next level, right? right? Like my Uncle Steve. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Sorry about that. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Where am I? I'm going to go to you, Buck. Good to see you, as always. You always bring a thoughtful uh, kind of uh, veneer to even the most droll topics. So I... <laughs> I don't even know That's what good. I That's good. I'll take it. Look, no, it's I like been it. a long weekend. It's been a very long weekend. Part of my brain, I think I left somewhere, but I'm not sure where. So I had never been to Chicago before. Yeah. And so I went a couple of weeks ago, and I was standing, this is, this is all true, standing in front of, it's the, like the bean. It looks like a metallic spleen. Everyone goes to see yeah. this thing. And it, it's just this big metal thing, and everyone stares at it, and they go, oh, my gosh. And I turned to my girlfriend, and I said, maybe the crime in this city, beautiful day in Chicago, maybe the crime in this city really is just limited to certain areas. There are some cities where it's very, New York, for example, gun violence is very much precinct, uh, precinct to precinct in a few places. And then there was a fatal shooting at the Bean that then caused a total lockdown on anyone under, uh, under the age of 18 being even allowed in the park two hours after we were there. So clearly Chicago has a really big problem along with a lot of other cities. Now we get to the root causes issue. We could talk about BLM and a lot of things. But I would just point this out while people are discussing the gun law changes that would be possible. Gun laws disproportionately affect young minority men in major cities. They're the ones who disproportionately get arrested for it. So what you see is on the one hand, they're saying magazine limitations like Justin Trudeau. They're saying more background checks. But then the district attorneys in Los Angeles That's and New York and Philadelphia, yeah. they have young guys. They say, well, I don't want to actually enforce the law against him. It's a felony. He's not going to be able to vote. This He's is not such gonna... a tremendous and, point. And so this is what ends up happening. They make it harder for people to use the yeehaw guns at the range. They have the state trooper come by and say, do you have seven rounds in that magazine or five? But then at the city level where the gun violence is actually happening, they say, well, we don't want to really enforce these strict gun laws that strictly because we're going to have a disparate impact and social justice will suffer. So they don't even know what they're trying to do. That is such a, 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 a disturbing and correct point. So that's he just answered why they're not enforcing the laws. There you go. See, 
What do you think, Kat? Last word to you. I, I don't know. I just think that when we talk about do something, when mm -hmm. people say let's do something, that's not an actual call to action. That's right. that's really not doing anything. People even they want to talk about want to ban these weapons. Even if that was in place, if you talk about this most recent shooting, that wouldn't have made much of a difference if the cops are just hanging out outside the school for more than an hour. Mm -hmm. And obviously, like you said, most of the gun violence that occurs is not these sort of mass shootings that we see. And I think that we need to be really careful about making laws from a place of emotion in general. And I think that it's one thing to say you're pro-Second Amendment or you're against Second Amendment. But to me, the Second Amendment is the argument mm -hmm. because that's in place and that applies. And if you don't respect that, then really the whole Constitution you can't respect. Because if all of them don't matter, then none of them do. Yeah. By the way. It's very easy for Canada to like do that gun ban right. when your next door neighbor is the United States, yeah. right. right? It's like, oh my God, there's a war. let's let's go next door, bang on the door, and, and see if they got any guns. And we always do. This is a family tradition up there, by the way. Trudeau's dad, the prime minister, what back in like the 70s, he also made it basically impossible to get a handgun there in the first place. So now his son comes along, and for just the purposes of a little virtue signaling and getting yeah. some media attention from the libs in this country, says you can't get you basically can't get a handgun in Canada. Anyway, yeah, perhaps the dumbest person in Canada became the prime minister. You know who can get handguns, though? <laughs> it's true. I was going to say, the, the, the criminals that are shooting people in Canada, which has not happened in the same numbers it does here, but they can get handguns. Yes. But people that want to obey the law can't get handguns. They can't. That's how it works out. All right. Nonsense. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hey, folks, it's your man, Keyshawn Johnson, here to talk about Angie, formerly known as Angie's List your go-to home services, marketplace for getting all your jobs done well. Now, you might be wondering, what exactly is Angie? Well, let me tell you. It's the nation's largest home services marketplace, connecting over 150 million homeowners with skilled professionals to tackle any project, big or small. As a homeowner myself, I always have things I want to work on for my house, whether it's general home renovations, or fun projects like putting in a pool. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it a breeze to research, compare, and hire pros, ensuring every job is done well. Whether you're fixing a leaky faucet or planning a full kitchen renovation, Angie's got your back. And get this, folks. Angie's pros aren't just any old contractors. They're your neighbors, often running small businesses right in your community. Plus, They've been rated and reviewed by others in your area. So you know you're getting quality service. So why stress over home projects when you can turn to Angie? From finding the best price to scheduling a pro at your convenience, Angie's got you covered every step of the way. So get started today at Angie.com. That's Angie.com or download the app today to get started on getting all your jobs done. That's Angie, your trusted ally in home services. You might be related, but your opinions are hated. Millennials tell family, take a hike for posting opinions they don't like. A new survey, so new it still has the price tag on it, <laughs> finds that 78% of millennials have blocked a family member on Facebook over political postings, yeah. which seems pointless because they still live at home. <laughs> but compare... But compare that 
Compare that to all groups, which is 41% blocked a relative for posting too much political content. Still lie to me. In other words, millennials are the softest group of people on the planet and should be thrown off a cliff. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> They'll all walk off cliffs eventually because they're looking at their phone. <laughs> Damn kids and their phones. Popular reasons for blocking a family member online included posting hateful, toxic, or problematic things, sharing fake news, and also to hide their own personal lives, which makes sense. It's why I block Fox News management from my webpage on wearable latex. <laughs> so young people will block family members even if they still see them. I wonder how that even plays out. Let's have a skit. No, Carl, don't even think about it. You're blocked for talking politics. Back, share, and zip it. Nobody wants to see pictures of your ugly dog. Great news, cuz. I can donate that spleen you need. Shut your mouth. He's dead to you. He's gonna be dead to everyone without that spleen. Well, he can't hear you. But what about the spleen? The spleen! Buck, <laughs> who blocks you in your family? Anybody block you? No, we're all pretty much on the same page. Yeah, you're we're all freedom in America. We're all in the same silo. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> so I just say we, we used to be. Thank you. I'm glad someone caught that. Yeah, I did. We, we used to be uh, in a place where we were we were saved from our own stupidity at a young at a youngish age about politics. Mm -hmm. But now we share it with each other all the yes. time, right? You used to take maybe some I don't know maybe some bong rips. We were in college. You think why don't we just give everybody a million dollars and disband all the militaries? Mm -hmm. And that sounded good to you then. Imagine if you were taking a selfie video and then posting it for everyone to see. We have hyper-politicized everything. Everyone sees what everybody else is doing, and that now even extends to within families. So you also could kind of like hide a little bit of your politics back in the day more. Now I feel like everyone just sees everything you do. If you don't put pronouns in your mm -hmm. signature, for example, in your email, people kind of know, right? Yeah. If you do put pronouns, people kind of know. And that's the world we're in now. And Facebook, I don't need, do millennials, honestly, they even use Facebook? Right. I hear the cool kids are on TikTok and uh, no TikTok's Gen Z. Oh well, okay. Yeah. Well, but the the and the, what's the other one? <laughs> Who knows? Now you sounded really okay. old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can't help but think how would Facebook have affected the Manson family? Mm. Would they have been able to catch a lot of their extreme <laughs> behaviors early on? No, probably to make it easier for them to organize. Oh, that is. <laughs> see, that's the. You know, that is the catch twenty two. If I may coin a phrase. <laughs> Catch 22 is just something I came up with, which says that right. you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Oh. Might write a book about it, not sure yet. <laughs> but what do you think? Yeah, I, I just look. <clears throat> If you're blocking your relatives on Facebook, you should just remember that, like, Facebook is for them. Like, Facebook is not for millennials. It's for aunts and uncles. Yes, like, it's for aunts and uncles. <laughs> it's for aunts, uncles, grandparents. And that's it. I, I mean, I just can't imagine blocking someone in your family on Facebook because you, like, do have to see them again. Yeah. I, I've blocked people from my Facebook back when I still use it, but those were just, like, dudes. Yeah. Ugh, <laughs> tell me about it. All those dudes. <laughs> I hate it, Emily. All these dudes on my Facebook. It was only a you know. Line it up outside. <laughs> Boy, that's not a Facebook. Dreams. Yes. Well, do you, how about your family? Do you have family? 
<laughs> I do. I'm not a cheerleader. I mean, you were a Raider cheerleader, so I assumed you didn't have family. It's a big family, Raider Nation. Um, I never had Facebook, but what made me laugh about that poll is how two-thirds of those kids, which you said, they, they blocked family members because they wanted to conceal their personal lives. But can't you just create an account named, like, Smith123? And isn't that the point of you being on Facebook is so that you're, you're absolutely oversharing in general? Right? Isn't that social media? Does it have to general? be Smith one two three? Or whatever it is, Gutfeld one two three, and that almost half of them blocked family members for posting annoying comments. And I was like, like what? You know, honey, clean your room. Honey, it's time for dinner. Like, what comments are these millennials? Yes. So offended by? There are two genders. Yeah. Like that. Right. Yeah, that's Common the stuff. Fact. It's it's Common political fact. stuff that actually gets them fired up. It's not not things that are just the random things. I would think. Yes. Most likely. So Alaska now with the, just getting social media just a few months ago, <laughs> it's got to be, what, what are, how is this affecting your life with your family, especially as a divorced male? <laughs> I don't think the people at home realize that Jamie is divorced. Yeah. And that creates a whole nother angle to this yeah. angle story. Yeah, I think that's definitely related to this. Um, can I, you, you just... Uh, something just happened to me and you reminded me of it. You said millennials walking off of cliffs because they're looking yep. at their phones. Would you believe just a week ago, I'm with my son who's 13 and he's walking kind of with his phone. So he got, was like really into the message. And there was this big stairwell. Right. A carpeted, but it was really, it was in a hotel. And I go, whoa, dude, watch out. And he goes, oh man, thanks for, and this lady next to me goes, you should let him, you should have let him fall. He'll never do it again. <laughs> this lady next to me. And I go, I believe you, first of all. <laughs> That that would work. But I feel like with my method, he'll still have the use of his arms and legs. <laughs> was this a woman that you might have met on Tinder? It's possible. This was the guy from Tinder. And uh, I'm, I'm so, I'm so anti-Facebook, dude. I just feel like it's bad for us. Have you ever gone on Facebook or Instagram and when you're done scrolling, gone like, oh, I feel so good now? No. Never. Because it's all positive. It's a self-selected highlight reel. And I don't think it's good for us. You never, you never go on Facebook and so, someone's like, oh, I, I just ate a pie and I gained 20 pounds. Yeah. Like a real thing. And then they're holding up a pair of jeans they used to fit into. Yeah. No one does that. You know, it's always, no, it's always no one does that. They show you the pie they're making. That's right. Like as if that it's as if that won't go straight to their thighs. You're right. But it will. Do you do you know that there is a Chrome uh, extension, Chrome the browser? There's a Chrome Facebook extension you can click on and it turns off political comments. Oh, so like these people could have their families and click this on. They wouldn't see any of those, which I wouldn't turn that on. I like reading about the politics, but I wish there was one I could turn on so I wouldn't have to see happy couples. <laughs> They are disgusting. I'm divorced. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> I don't know You're divorced from unhappiness. Let's <laughs> shape it that way. Yeah. All right, we're out of time. Thanks to Emily Campagno, Jamie Lissow, Fox X, and Cassette, our studio audience. Fox is tonight with evil chat. Everybody is like, I'm very that I love you, America. The Fox News Rundown, a contrast of perspectives you won't hear anywhere else. Your daily dose of news twice a day. Featuring insight from top newsmakers, reporters, and Fox News contributors. Listen and subscribe now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.